0: A moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been in the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his naps and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man
1: I believe I've passed the age consciousness and you're listening to
0: uh, the first morning recording ever in the history of the show. It's not all bad. And uh, because of that fact, you're not, there's nothing special this morning. Sometimes that just that's how life goes.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't feel that special this morning when I had to wake up to do this, so I'm going to deprive our listeners of feeling special as well.
0: There's no fun intro. There's no, there's no good skit. There's not even a bad skit, which we haven't done a good skit on the show yet. So there's not even our usual <laughs> modus operandi of a bad skit. You get nothing this morning. The only thing that you get that's special is Paul and I's uh, sexy, tired, gravelly voices it's from true. our, and our you night get, prior.
1: You get the special experience of learning the phrase modus operandi because I didn't know that. And now that I've heard in context, I might understand it halfway.
0: Yeah, well, I'm happy. That's all right. I guess that's two special things then. I guess this is more of a special intro than I thought. This is also the first time in a while, uh, truth be told, a look behind the curtain, that this episode is not being recorded uh, with Paul and I both uh, inebriated to some degree. It's true. This is a straight up and down sober show. And uh, you know what? Sometimes you just got to gotta take it easy and kick it, right? I that's know that's right. not really the modus operandi of the show, but oh. we're just going <laughs> to just, just kick it just got to kick it today.
1: Man, I hate that phrase already. I hope it doesn't keep coming up. Um
0: I'm going to try now to work it in as many <laughs> places as I can on this episode. I think I've already well, reached the limit of 2. I don't really know if I can find any more, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean I'm I'm just ready to uh, kick it uh and so I'm ready to get going Zach whenever you are. Was uh yeah, that as sure. miserable as you hoped here in Yeah, it like was. That?
0: But uh, making me miserable is your modus operandi. Oh my god! I need to look this up because who knows if I'm using this correctly. No, I I, said no. It it is correct.
1: (laughs) Well, thank goodness. I wouldn't want to mislead our uh, our. I almost said readers. Our listeners. (laughs) Uh, If if anyone's actually transcribing this and reading it, I will be very shocked because that would be a horrible use of your time. But um, I don't think any of them would have known if that was wrong either.
0: Well, unlike Paul, I'm not willing to just blatantly insult everyone who's participating in this uh, creative endeavor with us. So
1: uh,
0: I, for one, appreciate your listenership, and I will not insult your intelligence.
1: Yeah, I I tolerate it. (laughs) Uh, So welcome to
0: episode 17 of Not All Bad, and I'm your host, Zach Andrews.
1: And this is Paul Messman, as always.
0: Uh, So if you're you're listening for the first time, welcome. Um, Typically, we do uh, something really annoying at the beginning that we have to apologize for at this portion of the show where we invite you to listen to the rest of it. And you've already found yourself just so upset by what's been presented here. But uh, we're kicking it today. So we're just going to take it easy. Uh, But we do like to uh, rant. This is what we do. We each take a turn ranting on a topic and then we work together to rant on a topic randomly drawn from a hat. And then, once again, we take a turn to rant on a positive topic, something that makes us happy. So that's how the show goes down.
1: Yeah, and don't forget that that uh, shared rant that we experienced, the random rant, uh, can be submitted by you, the listener, uh, at notallbadshow at gmail.com uh, with the top the subject line, random rant idea. Uh, and we would love to have some user-generated content.
0: Yeah, we're running kind of low, so please uh, submit your random rant ideas there. You can also like us on SoundCloud, subscribe, and leave a, ra- leave a rating and review on iTunes, and you can find us on Google Play and Spotify, and then on Twitter at NotAllBadShow.
1: Yeah, if I may say so myself, I actually find our Twitter pretty engaging. we got a fun, engaged audience. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you have a Twitter, you should join so that you can similarly rant about things throughout the week and not just every other week when we share this podcast.
0: I'm so against... It just it makes me so uncomfortable to follow people on the account that don't follow me first. <laughs> so the, our our follower count is just abysmal. I mean it's 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 shameful. It's like if I retweet the the episode link that we post on the Twitter, and then some stranger, or worse yet, a friend of mine who's not aware of the show finds me retweeting that link and then clicks on it. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what this is about. And then they go and see just the tiny quantity of followers on the Twitter. It's just it's embarrassing. <laughs> But I think the only thing – for me, it's even more embarrassing to just follow people, like yeah. a lot of people. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm going about it backwards because it's I'm just definitely a- the way to grow the show. But.
1: Uh, but see, I'm aware that that works, but I don't know if I can bring myself to that level of shame. I would rather people be like, wow, this is embarrassing that this show doesn't have many followers. I'd rather them feel like that than be like, oh, our our friends are promoting their podcast by following us like – very cool move, guys.
0: Right. It's like active embarrassment versus today. passive. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good with a passive embarrassment for now. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. Follow for follow. Hit me up on Twitter. And, and Paul has <laughs> access to the Twitter too. So hit us up. Um, yeah. One more thing before we get started. Um, we want to have guests on the show now. So you can email. Uh, again, that email is not all bad Show at gmail.com with your name. Um, and then if you have it your topic but you don't need to have your topic already it's just if you're interested at all in being a guest and you can do it over the phone you, you can live anywhere in the world we'll make it work um but yeah if you're interested in being a guest we have a way to uh, to do that and we can do it remotely so um hit us up whether you have a topic or not and we'll, we'll help you find one if you don't and uh yeah it'd be cool to have uh, guests on the show so
1: yeah we're it. looking forward to sharing uh, the rage that is inherent to this show.
0: So, Paul, um, I think that kind of wraps everything up for the intro. I know uh, a little bit shorter than usual, but that just leaves us more time to, for rants. And I, for one, have a, what looks to be a substantial amount of time that I'm going to have to take up. So, are you good to move to the uh, prepared rants?
1: Oh, yes, I am, Zach. I mean, it's, if you're not ready, you it's at your s- own
0: pace. We're just chi- <laughs> we're just kicking it. We're just we're chilling. <laughs>
1: You want to just sit here in silence and kick it with our audience for another 20 minutes?
0: I'll just, I'll, I'll sit just here in to... silence with, with you for the next 20 minutes, but I'll cut all that out and we'll just, we'll return 20 <laughs> minutes from now and uh, and then start recording the rants.
1: <laughs> you know, instead of us doing that dumb idea, I think we should go ahead and move into the rants.
0: Okay. I get, I mean, if you think that's what's best, I'm cool, man. It, I, I'm good with whatever. So if that's what you want to do, let's do it.
1: Man, this is the most laid-back episode I've. I think we will ever have.
0: Well, there's a lot of capital letters. I'm now looking through my show notes and things I want to rant about later, and I put a lot of capital letters. So uh, mm. maybe not. Maybe don't make that judgment yet.
1: <laughs> Zach, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
0: Uh, I checked uh, about five minutes ago on on what happened last episode, and I already, I already forgot. So I'm pretty sure it's your turn to go first. <laughs>
1: Sweet. I would love to go first. <clears throat> you know, Zach, I'm I'm going to toe a careful line of not just shitting on retail employees, but I'm about to shit on retail employees right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have had a multitude of terrible experiences with Best Buy employees. And as I was thinking about whether this was a usable topic, it dawned on me that I have like, a dozen stories of walking out Best Buy frustrated by their employees. And so I'm just going to walk you through what my issue is. This this extends to many retail establishments, but in particular, I've experienced it at Best Buy. Okay. So, (laughs) my issue is, so I weirdly have this special, like, feeling that I get when I go into Best Buy because I just for whatever reason, just love looking at technology that I can't buy.
0: Yeah. Right. And no, I get that.
1: So it's nice that Best Buy is a cool collection of a lot of kinds of technology. But my issue is that they have a ton of employees who it's okay that they don't know everything about every product. But my issue is that they act, they insist on t- like making you think that they know everything about every product because they're, they just, t- I've been told so many lies by Best Buy employees. <laughs> That it's getting a little bit absurd. Um, because like, just as an example, in college, I had to go buy a modem with my roommates because we needed internet. And as we were looking at modems, a Best Buy employee comes up and is like asking us what we're looking for. And we mentioned, they were like, well, don't you need a router too? We're like, oh, we already have a router. And they they claimed to us that you need to buy a new router every year because Something about like the circuits inside get fried. Okay, and my roommate, who Come is an electrical engineer, like looked at them, and he didn't say this because he's non-confrontational, but he right. was like, rightfully so. He was like, "I'm an electrical engineer. I promise you, that's not how that works." <laughs> and so it's it was not. just like they they will just say things to me. So and then like I was going with my mom to, to help her pick out a camera for a trip, and they as they were someone came up who was like trying to help us and they we would ask questions about the cameras and i actually work like in video production and while photo shooting and video shooting are somewhat different i have a general understanding of how cameras work right and they were just like they would look at things and be like um First of all, there's this camera in red. This is completely unrelated to the technology. And my mom was like, does this one come in black? He was like, no, they don't make that version in black anywhere. They only make this in red. And I looked up <laughs> online right there as if that's something I couldn't look up. He just thought he <laughs> could say that. And it does come in black. They just don't have it in stock. So that's just like a flat-out lie. And then <laughs> no, <laughs> for sorry, every black, single camera... Just,
0: there's no object permanence. It's like he just... If, if he <laughs> hasn't seen it in black in the stock room, it doesn't
1: exist. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> that's my issue. And then he was like talking about how like well this one's better uh because it has more megapixels, but then like it, he was just really stuck on a single stat that you can read like on the card describing the thing. And it's like right. there's more to cameras than just megapixels, but he was like so insistent. He was like no, these are better than these ones because of megapixels. Uh there's nothing else to it. And I was like that's <laughs> not how that works at all. And <laughs> But, again, my issue is that they insist on saying that they know everything about everything. Like, I, the other day, made a very impulsive purchase and bought a headset for my PlayStation because I'm a freaking nerd. And <laughs> I was asking questions about these different headsets because I, <clears throat> I live with my parents, fun fact. And I was like, I don't need all these loud explosions and things uh, traveling, noises traveling throughout the house. I'm going to get some, like, headphones that I can use. And I was asking all these questions. I was like, this one says it's compatible with PlayStation, but like, can it do this? And can it do this? And he, for every single thing, was like, oh yeah, I can do that. Like, it can do all of that. And I I ended up buying the one that he recommended. I get home, and without getting into all the details, because it's completely uninteresting, (laughs) um, it could not do any of the things he said it could do. It can plug in, it can make noise, but like the microphone was not compatible the way he said it was. Like the... It's supposed to have surround sound. I was like, you're sure that this surround sound works with the PlayStation? He's like, yeah, of course. And it doesn't. It's not compatible. I looked it up later instead of doing the store like I should have. And it's it's fine. But it's like, could you just have said you didn't know? Like, is that so <laughs> That's hard? so hard? <laughs> like, I, I just don't understand. Zach, I don't know how much you shop at Best Buy, but have you ever experienced anything like this?
0: Well, I shop more at Best Buy than I should. Um, which, if it makes you feel any better, <laughs> Best Buy is is currently, uh, like many of its ilk, going through a slow and painful death process that is accelerating yeah, is. every day. I mean, Best Buy is going to be gone in s- just so soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I haven't. Uh, I, I think it's because it, I could run into Best Buy. I, I could have just witnessed a car accident and i could run into best buy with like a bleeding person in my arms and if someone comes up to me and says do you need any help sir i'm going to say no i'm just browsing like i i will i See, will never <laughs> ever agree to have a best buy employee or any employee at any place ever help me not even out of disrespect <laughs> or or a, a lack of like their knowledge or anything like that or i just i just don't i just don't want to talk to you And I would rather wander through the store for 30 minutes looking for what I'm looking for (laughs) rather than have you take me right there in 30 seconds.
1: Yeah, and I I think that's my issue is I'll I'll allow a little bit of help, but then they want to stand over my shoulder and try to figure out what I'm thinking about so that they can throw (laughs) in what they think is useful knowledge at every turn. And it's like (laughs) at some point when I was there with my mom for the camera – um like the guy had finally gone away when i was like hey we're just like looking like you can stop coming and telling us false information <laughs> and he came back later and was like you guys need any help and i guess i kind of strongly was like no we're good and he like he was like whoa okay and he like walked away well, but he's say- just like he said that <laughs> yes he literally was like well okay like i'll just be over here <laughs> and i was like i was like I didn't say this out loud. He did say that out loud, but I I was thinking to myself, I was like, I'm sorry that what came off as more abrasive than I thought, but also I, am, I can't give you any more openings to try to convince <laughs> my mom to buy something that she doesn't understand that you also don't understand but want her to buy. And right. it, it just, the way they stand over your shoulder, like I would rather make a bad purchase online and regret it, but know that it was because I made a bad choice than stand in a store and either take bad advice or be pressured into buying something by them just standing there and looking at me. Um, like, I, I would just rather make a bad decision on my own than maybe have a chance of getting a good decision with them, but also chance of having a bad decision because of them.
0: <laughs> I guess that's a fair trade. I don't know. I haven't run the numbers in my head yet. I don't know what I would rather <laughs> do, but... Yeah, I don't have any I don't have any is this like one particular location or is this your experience in all Best Buy locations? What's what's the deal?
1: I've I've experienced. I've definitely experienced this at more than one Best Buy. Okay. I mean, okay. no I, you know, I'm just going to keep on spewing off examples to you. Right, I yeah. at some point a couple years ago was looking for a hard drive in College Station. So the most recent ex- examples have been in Fort Worth, but in College Station I was looking for hard drives and I was like asking them like Do all these, like, which of these hard drives have, like, a faster read and write speed? And this man had the audacity to tell me, (laughs) oh, there's, like, no difference in the read and write speed for any of these. The only difference is the storage. I don't know why that one's more expensive. And that is a flat-out lie. There (laughs) is a difference in read and write speeds of hard drives. Uh, He He just said said there wasn't. He just straight-up
0: said, I don't know why that one's more expensive
1: yes he did
0: (laughs) hey i don't know i don't know about i don't know if that that one bro but uh just get the cheaper one there's no difference
1: yeah it's (laughs) i've had this experience at multiple best buys and for what it's worth a lot a lot of best buy employees are just like genuinely wanting to help you but i i am convinced that it's just something in their training that just tells them like yeah, this is all you need to know about that. You're an expert on that. Now, you know more than anyone who's coming in. So like, just act like you're an expert. Like, I feel like they have to just convince their employees of that somehow because everyone I've ever interacted with at Best Buy is well intentioned, but hopelessly like ignorant of their lack of knowledge and thinking that they're an expert. And I just don't (laughs) understand why that is
0: just trying to sell stuff to dumb people. (laughs) It's capitalism.
1: I guess so. And it's, you know, I keep going back because I weirdly like Best Buy, and kind of like you're saying, it's a bummer. It, it makes sense that they're go they're going to be gone probably in the next, I don't know, five ten years, maybe less, maybe more. Who knows? They may may find a way <laughs> to stick around. But five, the or same ta- time, or like, five or ten years. Give to take
0: five or ten years.
1: Yes, <laughs> I just made such a huge range that no one could tell me that my prediction was wrong. <laughs> That's um, <a> smart move. <laughs> but um. I weirdly like being able to go and browse, like TVs or computers, whatever you have in person. But I am just so turned off by having to interact (laughs) with the people there that I just I won't be that sad when they're gone. I'll like act sad, but I'll secretly be very happy.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know how I would respond. I can't really can't really say. Best Buy's brought me a lot of memories. I I I only. I mean, brought me a lot of memories to my home. obviously I have no memories of actually shopping in their store as evidenced by this rant, except for one time I where I made too uh, many memories. <laughs> i made I made my friend Brandon uh in high school drive me to Best Buy because he was seventeen and I was not and I wanted to buy Skyrim, but I wasn't old enough to purchase a rated M game without oh, my parents' yes. permission. so I just had Brandon buy it for me, which by the way, Brandon, I just saw. Uh, between this episode and last you left a five-star rating and review i appreciate that thank you very much and also thank you for buying me skyrim
1: what what a fun period of time that was when i was like 16 to where i could drive myself places and i would like ask my parents permission to buy an m raid game because i had to ask for permission and they would Mm -hmm. say yes and then it was like all right can you accompany with me to the store so that they can like I, like, I just, my parents were, even my parents were annoyed by that situation because they were like, we have to go with you so you can buy this dumb Call of Duty game. Right. Like, <laughs> it's just ridiculous.
0: I mean, whatever. There's no time for a discussion on that, but it is a dumb system.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, speaking <laughs> of dumb systems, I think it's my turn. As long as, as, think long as you're your finished. Turn. Okay. Um, well, I've got. Uh, I, I'm,
1: I should be finished.
0: <laughs> I've got. Uh I actually have 3 today. So we're just going to try to jam them all into one uh fun-sized rant. Oh boy. But yeah, these should be you should, individually these should be quick. So hopefully they are. Um They're all related too, which uh, last time I did this, I had I believe I had two completely unrelated ones. Well, this is going to be three related, so don't worry about that. Perfect. But I just got back from uh from uh travel for work. Uh, to the California coast. Uh, I'm sure everyone who's listening knows that because I have bragged to everyone I know about it. (laughs) Uh, But it was awesome. Uh, But I would like to discuss a few travel-related topics that I experienced on this trip. And I know that uh, usually travel stuff kind of seems like low-hanging fruit, but this, this isn't stuff about airport security lines or whatever that random bullshit topic was about airline food from an episode (laughs) or two ago no no this is truly meaningless content uh in line with with what we normally present on the show so i decided that it's probably best to just take this in order of what you might experience throughout the travel process so first of all um i was traveling with only carry-ons so all of my toiletries needed to be carry-on sized and I'm I'm in the Walgreens shopping for these carry-on appropriate toiletries, and I need deodorant. But the issue is, the only small deodorants offered in that travel size that I have ever seen are dry deodorants. Which is that e- is that even the mm. correct terminology? If I'm saying dry deodorant, do you know what I'm referring to?
1: I know what you're talking about. It's like the white stuff that almost looks like compacted powder.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> I do not. Yeah, I know use- what you're talking about dry deodorants because dry deodorants suck. They're not adaptive to my active lifestyle. They just dry (laughs) your pits out. They make them chalky. They make them chafe who I want to know who uses these. And by the way, this conversation pretty much has to exclude those who use deodorant marketed towards women because I just, I don't have any experience with those products. But as far as I know, all the men that I know use gel deodorant. But then again, I could just be going off what I saw in the locker room when we first hit puberty and the school gave us deodorant because you all smelled like shit. And in fact, in saying that, I might actually be having the realization now that maybe I'm the only remaining peer of mine at this age still using gel deodorant. But apparently, (laughs) can you confirm, like, what deodorant do you use? This is important.
1: (laughs) I almost have a funny story about this in the sense that I, I now use... I use deodorant that specifically is not antiperspirant. Oh, um, interesting. So I okay. frequently use uh, Dove ones, occasionally a, a good old speed stick. Um, but the funny thing is, Zach, for years, and I mean years of using deodorant, I was a freak of nature with how much I sweat. And I was like, <laughs> all right, I need to get more intense antiperspirant. And so I kept, keep on like getting more intense antiperspirants trying to stem the flow of the sweat exiting my armpits. <laughs> and then one God, day, is erotic. <laughs> one day I, it just dawned on me. There's something wrong here because the more <laughs> antiperspirant I use, the more I sweat. And it dawned on me. What if antiperspirant doesn't work for me? And one day I tried deodorant without antiperspirant and I stopped sweating. So I can't use antiperspirant. I, for some reason it makes me sweat more and so I That's use their gel versions, but they don't have antiperspirant. So I'm very particular about the deodorant I get okay, because wow. for whatever reason a lot of them actually make me sweat more.
0: I did not expect to open <laughs> that can of worms, but I guess the <laughs> I guess the summary of that is that you do use gel deodorant.
1: I do. I however I, I do have Go go ahead. I have more to say about those weird No, no, now's the time.
0: We're going to get off deodorant pretty quickly, so now's the time.
1: Okay, I was just going to say, I don't understand how anyone, like, man uses those unless they shave their armpits all the way down, because it's like taking sandpaper and just dragging it across your armpit hair. It just, like, is pulling them out. Like, it doesn't work.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm so. I feel a lot. I feel validated now because I didn't know. If I was truly concerned now that I was the only one who hadn't made the switch yet as an adult. But I. I just want like. What is the benefit of this of this dry deodorant? You, you've got sixteen different brands of travel size shampoo bottles, but I. You can't give me one gel deodorant. I mean, I, I'll use a woman's yeah. branded gel deodorant. It doesn't have to be Old Spice or whatever. Just give me what I'm asking for
1: yeah it's ridiculous
0: I, I don't understand the benefit of dry I, it, it's it's disgusting it it stays on like even in the shower it you can feel it it like i guess because the antiperspirant quality maybe it's hydrophobic or something but it, it you you can't even get your armpits wet in the shower because of the, the material that's just stuck to your yeah, armpit
1: it's really weird it <laughs>
0: sucks So anyway, I discovered that on both my flights this week, when I brought the full-size gel deodorant out of uh, Defiance, uh, it wasn't flagged by TSA. So maybe it just doesn't matter at all. And in saying that, that, uh, it's void. This rant is void.
1: I I may be incorrect about this, but I think that the full-size deodorants still are below the ounce threshold to be able to be taken in and carry on.
0: That's my problem, is I I don't know what the ounce requirement is. Um,
1: off the top of my head i don't but i i think that's the reason but i also you're supposed to put like all those types of toiletries in a plastic bag in the last couple times i have flown i've just not put them in the plastic bag because i was like i don't feel like doing this and they haven't stopped me so i'm probably just going to keep doing that
0: well i will say that i didn't know that was a rule and i've been on quite a few (laughs) flights in my life so apparently that isn't an issue whatsoever but let's, we got a lot to get through, so let's move on. Uh, so, you let's know, fast-forwarding it. pretty far in the travel process. Uh, you just landed it. it we just landed our, our destination. So now it's time to rent a car. And I know in this car rental <laughs> process, we're kind of dipping our toes a little bit into low-hanging fruit territory. But just for a moment, because the true issue with rental cars, the serious issue with this rental process is the keys. These keys are always enormous. Are, who the hell needs a key fob this goddamn big? What are you doing with your keys? Beating a hijacker away? It's like a mace. There is no reason that these rental car keys are this size. It's huge. It's like And, and this these are, I mean, you don't get a specially made car for a rental car, but it feels like somebody at the dealership said, oh, this is a rental car? Will allow me to upgrade you to our bullshit key package, sir. I have driven a lot of different cars in my lifetime for various reasons. And none of them have these unreasonably sized key fobs except rental cars. What is the deal? You can't even fit these things in your pocket. And as if that wasn't bad enough. It gets worse because they give you two of these suckers and they chain them together. Why do you need two of these giant ass keys if you can't even separate them? If one of them gets locked in the car, so does the other, you dumbass. (laughs) What are you going to do with these are like bolted together with industrial grade chains. There's no separating them. Why, I mean, what is even the purpose of having two keys? You think at least maybe the dealership would like to keep one of them in case you do lock your keys in your car. Why do they have to put two of them together? If you're going to give me two keys, give me two keys separate, not two keys that are completely irremovable from one another. Completely waste of of space. It's just so moronic. I I don't, what, what is the, what is the purpose? Stupid, stupid design. I, I, it infuriates me so much.
1: I, I don't have much experience renting cars, and by not much, I mean I've never personally rented a car. But I, I, while you were ranting, I decided to look this up, and every single image on Google Images is of two massive fobs stuck on the same keychain, like unseparate, s- separable can't be separated, and they all look <laughs> massive. So I, I'm empathizing with you through Google Images. I've never experienced it, but that does look just terrible. You can't, I mean, you, <laughs> I,
0: I'm, a, I'm at the risk of repeating myself here, because it's just so stupid, and there's so many, like, there's a, clearly two reasons why it's stupid. The size, and the fact that, you know, they're they're completely inseparable. So I, I won't repeat anymore, but just a, just nonsense. Um, but Now we've got the rental car, okay, and we're making our way to do whatever we need to do, and it's the end of the day, and we're now at the hotel. And all you want to do is lay down and fall asleep. Well, too bad, moron, because the pillows are all like six feathers stuffed into a burlap sack. Why is there so much fluff and so little actual structure to these pillows? Maybe this is – is this something that has only been a recent trend? or When was the last time you went to a hotel, Paul?
1: I've I've been at hotels recently enough to recognize that I feel like they're almost always like that. You're right that like there's so, it's almost funny the the way that those hotel pillows are structured. When I first get in the room and like lay on them, something about the fluff makes me feel like ah, this is the height of luxury. Right. Like look at this fluffy pillow. But then if I'm actually trying to sleep, it's like this is terrible for my neck. Like I'm it's just like you just go all the way down to the mattress because there's no actual support in the pillow.
0: They give you two dozen pillows per hotel bed. Why can't just one of them be firm? <laughs> you have it's to practically stack all of them on top of one another like a, like it's like Princess in the P. But just for your head, <laughs> to get any support at all. I mean, two nights ago, I literally had to take one of those pillows and fold them in half and sleep on a doubled up... like half and half sandwich pillow hamburger style <laughs> it, it, yeah it's that's not absurd comfortable I, at all and i like what you said about if i go ahead good
1: ahead. well i if, if you like something i said i definitely want to get my ego inflate so please say what you were going to say
0: i like what you said about <laughs> the fact that at first it feels nice at first, it feels good, but then you wake up thirty minutes later with your head basically directly on the mattress and everything fluffed up to the to the side of your ears.
1: Yes, it. I've experienced this enough that if I'm going to a hotel that I'm driving to, like I'm, there's no flights involved. I will bring my own pillow because, like, I don't trust that I'm going to get a good pillow. Right. But that's really not an option when you're flying, unfortunately.
0: Right. You know, you probably could just, I'm sure they have them at most respectable hotels, just ask for a firmer pillow. But I'm not going to do that, and I shouldn't have to do that. I mean, I'm not even, like I said, I'm not even going to ask a Best Buy employee for help. What what makes you think I'm going to go all the way downstairs or call to the front desk? Making a phone call, by the way, is way worse than doing anything else in in the existence of anything. So I'm sure as hell not going to call the front desk but uh
1: bold statement there. Yeah,
0: well, I stand by it. In fact, let me add that to my list of things I need to rant about in the future. But
1: <laughs>
0: just I I shouldn't have to to beg a hotel for a firm pillow when you're already going to put six pillows on the on the bed anyway.
1: Yeah, I think that that really is my issue. Now that you brought it up is that if if there was only two pillows and they were both just fluffy, it would be like I guess y'all didn't want to spend money on a firmer one. You you already gave me a couple pillows. Like that would still bother me. But something about the fact that they do give you literally like six to twelve pillows. That's so many. It's like you're already spending this much money on pillows. I don't even know that they're cheaper. They're just absurdly fluffy. Like, can you not just give me a single? Firm pillow. That's I. I know I'm just repeating what you said, but I'm now starting to grasp how absurd it is, and it needs to be said.
0: It's a problem, and it needs to be fixed. Uh, but that that's gonna that's everything. That's all three that I, I brought to the table today.
1: All right. That I really enjoy this journey through your travel sack.
0: Well, it was good to have you. I'm glad that you could join me. Um, would you like to uh, like to do a random rant now?
1: I would love to do that.
0: Okay, well, uh, I got number one, and number one corresponds to uh, the third and final one, I believe, submitted by Adam. So thanks, Adam. We we finally got through all three of the ones that you emailed, and I appreciate that. Actually, before we go any further, um, I know I just read the topic, but that's okay. I'm not going to think about it, I promise. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: you can send us topics to rant about on the show, and Paul mentioned that at the beginning, but if you'd like to have your random rant read... You can email notallbedshow at gmail.com with the subject line, random rant idea, and then put your actual idea in the email body. We'll add it to the list. It'll be randomly read on the show at some point, and uh, it would we'd really appreciate it because we're kind of running low at this point. I mean, all of Adams have been exhausted. So if you have any ideas, just a real quick, it can be a one-word email. Just whatever you want, and we'll add it to uh, the list. As long as it's appropriate, we'll read it on the show. And appropriate is uh, – we're pretty lenient on that. So I uh, just wanted to, to to have a little call to arms again because uh, we're kind of running short. So please, submit your stuff. Back to the topic that I got with number one. This is, again, the third by Adam, the expectation of men to wash their hands after peeing in a public restroom. <laughs> I would just like to extend this to not just men, but people. Uh, I feel like that expectation lays heavily on everyone's shoulders. Although it's highly likely that men are the only breed that consider it uh, a particular burden. I'm sure other people don't. I'm sure other people don't necessarily see having to wash their hands in a public restroom as some sort of... Uh, issue that they have to face, some sort of uh, social construct they need to overcome. But for men, I can definitely see that as a likelihood. Uh, man. So this might be a heavy hitter, but uh, what's your what's your take? I don't want to like throw anyone under the bus here. If you want me to go first, uh, I'll answer it first. But what's your what's your washing your hands in the bathroom
1: take? So if. What's funny is that, on the one hand, I imagine a lot of people operate this way, but on the other hand, I imagine a lot of people who don't operate this way are about to think much less of me. Um, (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. If I am only urinating, and I succeed in not getting anything on my hands, and I'm not about to eat, I don't see washing my hands as being necessary. However... And so – because it's one of those things where it's like I'm touching a part of my body that's not any dirtier than like just touching my arm or something. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. – <laughs> it's all clean. No, I know what you mean. And so like as long as I'm not – as long as I don't suck at peeing and I don't get urine on myself, There, it's kind of like – and I'm not like about to eat in which case I should probably be washing my hands before eating anyways – It's kind of like, do I really need to wash my hands? But here's the funny part that's been making me laugh is that there are times I've done this more frequently than I'm proud to admit where I still feel the pressure that I want people to think I've washed my hands and I have gone to lengths of turning on the sink for what seems like the appropriate amount of time for anyone with an earshot to think I've washed my hands. And then turned off the sink without having washed my hands in order for people to think that I've washed my hands. Even though within that time frame, I could have just washed my hands, but I am more concerned. My priority is people thinking I've washed my hands above actually washing my hands.
0: I, I really hate that you said that because I was I didn't want you to cut that deep into your own personal history because now you're forcing me to be honest and admit that I've done the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely pulled that move before, and I'm not proud of it. Here's my philosophy. So first of all, actually, I like what you said about um, you You do the math in your head about what you're going to be touching to wash your hands and to flush versus what you're going to be touching if you don't do either of those things. And uh, I just want to call attention to uh, I, this – so I don't like webcomics and I don't read them, but this one stood out to me. I read it probably like a decade ago, but it's by Saturday morning breakfast cereal. So shouts to SMBC. Uh, I looked it up. I just wanted to give credit because this one, I remember this one so clearly it's a, it's a web comic and it's a guy peeing in a urinal and he's going through this long thought process of like how gross it is to touch the flush handle and like how many people put their hands on the sink, uh, uh, handles and he comes to the realization that every day he wakes up he washes his junk zone thoroughly and then puts it into a freshly laundered clean linen pouch yes. and nothing ever touches it for the entirety of the day except his hands to use the restroom and so he comes to the conclusion that, in fact, the cleanest option of all is to just not wash your hands. And it ends with him like running out of the men's restroom, screaming, everyone, look, I only touched my penis. <laughs> and that philosophy, to me, it holds up so strongly, which I know is, is sad. But it, I, I completely vibe with that. In fact, I'm willing to admit on the show today that, so if I'm in a public environment, I will always wash my hands. But if I'm at home, like you said, if I'm not about to eat or whatever, I'm not washing my hands. It's cool. It's chill. Hey, we're just we're just kicking it today. We're just chilling. Um, I, part of the reason that I'm so okay with being so open on the show is because nobody listens. Another part <laughs> <Very> of the <laughs> another part of the reason is because we discussed this um, episode fifteen, I think, where any man. Or Sorry, anyone who I guess anyone who uses a urinal at any point in time ever is going to be covered in piss head to toe. <laughs> uh, if you're not aware of that issue, we go into more detail in that episode. I believe it's 15. It's called the pee conspiracy. So if, if it's not 15, it should be easy to find anyway. But um, basically, uh, urinals will splatter as you pee in them. And in fact, if you're standing to pee... Uh, even toilet bowls will splatter. Um, it's like the whole acid to water thing in chemistry. You're going to get some splatter. You're going to get splashback, back no matter where you pee, as long as you're doing it while standing. So all men or all people that use urinals or anyone who stands to pee are going to be head to toe drenched in piss all the time. <laughs> and washing your hands is not going to help that because it's all over your shirt and your pants. It's all over your face and arms you're just inundated with piss. So this, this issue is unavoidable. And for me, I, I, I'm sorry, but it's not it's not worth it. To, to, it's the, I'm a busy guy. I live such an active lifestyle that dry shampoo doesn't uh, – dry deodorant doesn't cut it. You think I have time <laughs> to wash my hands every time I pee? I don't think so.
1: <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. It's dawned on me that part of my rationale – for not washing my hands sometimes is that so i wear this fun thing called an aggie ring which is a giant piece of gold that's on my hand um mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of people listening to this are familiar with it um, no we actually and, have,
0: weirdly we have no aggies who listen to the show it's
1: weird interesting um <laughs> <laughs> um but there's something about washing your hands when you're wearing a ring i'm sure that this is Consistent with non-Aggie rings as well, where the water and soap get between the ring and my skin. And the amount of time it takes to dry that off is so frustrating to me because then even once I've dried it, I still feel like there's water between it and I hate that feeling. That is a deterrent from me washing my hands.
0: That is really annoying. I actually, I understand that completely. I've started removing my ring upon walking into the restroom, put it in my pocket, wash my hands upon leaving and then put the ring back on as I exit. But yeah, um, I I get that completely. I just it only comes up in public places, obviously, because I don't wash my hands a hundred percent of the time in <laughs> private.
1: Yeah, <laughs> man. No, it's, I, I, it's I, funny. I must go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say it is funny to me that this is something I've never explicitly, I don't think, discussed with anyone. And I figured there was other people like me, but I just had a certain amount of shame that I was like, what if I'm actually the only one who doesn't wash my hands after pee?
0: You're not. And that's what's bad. That's what's scary. It's <laughs> like just regular old folks like me and you, we understand, you know, life and, and the rest of our lives aren't in shambles. And we we have a concept of what's disgusting and what isn't, uh, apparently not as maybe in tune as we had (laughs) hoped, but there are other people out there who like, for example, if I'm at home and I take a pee and it's a Saturday, I'm not washing my hands again. I've said that a million times, but I'm just trying to overcome the shame of saying it again by saying it over and over again. But if I'm pooping no matter where or when or for how long or how aggressively I'm, I'm washing my hands (laughs) post poop.
1: But I there are people the out there aggressively there.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, sometimes it gets rough <laughs> in there, but you know that there are people out there who definitely don't wash their hands post number 2.
1: It's true. And that's so, it's it's funny you mentioned that because on principle, I do feel like you just have to do that after number 2.
0: Well, it's cuz of the wiping.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it, there are, I feel like basically we're not, we're not the problem, right? So any of you who <laughs> want to come at us judgmentally for in the privacy of our own home, not washing our hands, there's a much greater crusade out there and it involves those poopers. All right. The, the, the private pee guys, we're not the worst. So. Don't act like you're above us because I know you've been there. I'm sure that many people, I, I, if I have a theory, it's that a lot of people under the radar who would never admit it definitely have pulled the move where they've turned the faucet on if only to allow it to run for the amount of time that they expect it would take to wash their hands and actually not spend that time washing their hands, but instead, instead just stand there at a running sink. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who have done that and they just won't admit it.
1: It's funny to me how wasteful that is, but in my mind, that is the ideal solution so that I don't have to wash my hands, but so that I give people the impression I have.
0: (laughs) That is just so embarrassing. I'm just, I hate that that's a thing that I've done before, but it is. It's the worst. It really is the worst. (laughs) Um,. Uh, what was even the topic supposed to be about? Did, okay, <laughs> the expectation of men to wash hands after peeing in a public rest. Yeah, so I mean, I guess we kind of, I guess we addressed it, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, the yeah, expectation kinda- of a public restroom is a good specification because you should. I mean, you really should. It's just a social norm, right? It doesn't even matter if if it's if 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 it's factually more disgusting mm-hmm. to 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 wash your hands rather than not by this whack-ass germ theory we developed. Um, <laughs> it's still, you still have to do it. I mean, it, it's still, it's it's just a matter of social, social cues. Hmm. That it is. Well, I'm sorry to everyone who uh, is now no longer listening to the show because of that, but <laughs> if you're still here, we can move on to the Positive rant. Uh, Before we do that, though, is there anything that we've discussed at all that would have made any sense for me to write Hannah Montana on a line on my show notes for today? Or (laughs) I just right here under the positive note, the positive rant notes, I just have one line that says Hannah Montana. And uh, I don't know if that's left over from last week or that's Uh, not something that I'm supposed to be commenting on, right?
1: The 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 one thing I I think I brought it up when I in my negative rant discussing how characters and TV shows will lie, and I think I might have brought up that the entire premise of that show is a lie, but I'm not positive.
0: Okay, so it could be a leftover from, yeah, from last week last episode. Okay, well, um, it is my turn. It, it is my I'm first on the positive rant, right?
1: Yeah, you are.
0: So it's funny that that was there because um, it's kind of related to what I actually wanted to talk about today, which I'm just – hey, you know what? We're chilling. We're just relaxing. So I'm going to wing it. Just I don't have as many it. notes. Yeah, we're just kicking it. I don't have as many notes as I normally do. I just have the topic written down, and I, I hope that you can help me find its way along the way. But what I wanted to talk about today is kind of a mouthful. It's when people have the exact same mannerisms – As somebody else and it reminds you of somebody else but they may be totally unrelated and maybe even they probably look completely different but for some reason that maybe you can't explain somebody just seems so familiar even though you haven't met yet have you gone through this before is this a familiar feeling there's got to be some german word for this or something right It's almost like identifying an archetype or something. It's like encountering somebody so stereotypical in such a specific way. It's like, uh, I won't won't name names, but there's a guy that I know pre-graduation. I know a guy from school. I know a guy after graduation. These people are completely unrelated. They're from different states. They currently live in different states. They have never met. They don't know each other. Uh, they have never had any reason to meet or anything like that but they have the exact same patterns of behavior like this one is a little bit easier to understand I got I got two examples this first example is a little bit easier to wrap your head around because these people are just very alike in the way they see the world their worldview right they're 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 pretty Christian people so that kind of dictates a lot of the ways they behave and they're, they're good people. They're fun to hang out with. But they're the kind of people that don't like to like uh, cuss like a sailor like I'm prone to do or uh, just deliver crude humor just relentlessly like I am want to do. But they'll play along, you know, but they play along in a very similar way. And they have kind of like very similar personalities and styles and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they're both outdoorsy. That's something that's really easy to understand, right? It's just encountering someone and... They are alike someone else, but in so many specific ways, just a, a huge quantity of ways that it really sticks out. Mm-hmm. That's one example. The second example I have is again, it's a guy I know post graduation and a guy I know pre graduation. And uh, in fact, they don't. The first two pair, the first pair I just discussed, they look a lot alike, so that helps. These two guys look nothing alike. They're different uh, races they're from different places and they just they don't resemble anyone at all they don't resemble each other at all I should say but the way they laugh and the way they smile and the way their mouth moves when they talk is so strange they both <laughs> have like, the, they're, this, I know this is getting creepily specific to the point where people are like, okay, the piss thing was bad, but this guy's a freak. But their teeth are, like, the same size. And they have, their teeth have the same, like, gap in between their front teeth. It's, like, a very small, subtle gap. It's not like a buck tooth situation, but their front teeth don't touch. And it's exactly the same distance apart. And the way they kind of, like, flex their upper lips when they speak and then when they, they chuckle, both of them like chuckle with their shoulders. Like they move their traps up and down rapidly when they <laughs> chuckle. And this, I like for days interacting with this person for days, I was trying to remember, like they remind me of somebody. Who do they remind me of? And I remembered who they remind me of. And it's only because of the three reasons their the way their mouth moves when they talk, the, the shape of their teeth which is just the freakiest thing I've ever said. And the way their shoulders shake when they laugh. It's, it's like these three things are so identical amongst people who look and act nothing alike that I could not separate them in my mind for the entire time I spoke to either one of them. Super weird. I don't. Does that help illuminate what I'm talking about or not at all? That, that definitely
1: does help. I think to some extent, I am less observant with physical mannerisms. Um, I, I'm realizing as we talk about this, I don't know if I've really thought about this consciously a lot before, but for me, I feel like the most comparable thing is that what when I've gotten to know someone well enough that they start making jokes around me, or even if they don't know me well and they're starting to make jokes around me, I can Im- immediately categorize them by their sense of humor. And so, like, there are some people that I'm like, yeah. oh, this person has the exact same sense of humor as this person. And it will get really familiar. And it's it's funny how, like... I mean, there's a lot of people with very diverse senses of humors, but there's also certain people who, like... Their sense of humor is that they quote this show all the time, which is a topic we've discussed on this show before. Um, or it's <laughs> like... There's the certain kind of person where it's like... um, like their humor is like so i like self-deprecating humor it's a fun almost tool of humor that can like put people at ease whatever but like there's certain people who it's like every single like topic you bring up they're like ah i'm gonna go home and uh cry myself to sleep tonight it's like that's there's like certain people who always yeah. do that and i can like recognize oh I, I know that this isn't the exact thing you were talking about but no, this but is I know what the- you're
0: talking about i get this too
1: this is almost the most similar thing for me because I feel like I don't notice physical mannerisms well enough to make a lot of those connections, but lo- almost like speech patterns and the, like the, the type of humor that people lean on when they're in situations where they either don't know people well, or even if they do know people well, like I feel like I can categorize them immediately and be like, Oh, this reminds me of this person. And usually, especially if I meeting someone new, my brain immediately goes to like, well, they're probably like this person. So if I make a joke like this, they'll find that funny
0: that's a great point. That's actually I I didn't consider that, but that's definitely very much tied into this because I noticed that too. And I know that, um, it's kind of tough for us because there's no one else like us. You or me in the entire world, our senses of humor are just so completely unique and, and untapped. And, and I, the weird thing is, is that everything that we drew upon for the show, we, there were no inspirations. We just came up with this completely from nothing. No one inspired us. It's just completely unique and unheard of. Um, which is which is why it's so funny. But um, <laughs> I, I I understand what you're saying about like definitely senses of humor. St- there's archetypes for sure, and and humor mm-hmm. as well. Uh, and I, I think it's less common actually, or not less common, but as common. Like every so- time, like I'm not gonna encounter this in every person I meet, right? Mm-hmm. It's just every now and then you come across somebody who reminds you exactly of somebody else for whatever oddly specific reasons and sense of humor. could be one of those reasons for sure. Yeah. So that makes sense. I like that addition, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's all that I'm glad that we kind of found a discussion in that because I, uh, I didn't know where that was going to (laughs) go. That's something that I find that fascinating. I find that concept fat. I mean, it, it, it consumes my thoughts for days whenever I find somebody like this, who I can't quite pinpoint who they remind me of, but I know it's somebody, and I know they may be totally unrelated. Mm-hmm. I love it.
1: Yeah, it really it really is interesting.
0: <clears throat> so yeah, you you can go ahead now. That's all I had.
1: All right. So, um, you know, it's funny. I have two topics up here, and this may sound weird, but I'm choosing the more open ended one. Because the other one, I just realized, is going to go for a really long time, actually, and so I'm going to save that for oh, okay. next time. Um, nice. All right. I didn't need to say any of this out loud. I could have just done that, and no one would have been the wiser that I was choosing one. Anyways, oh, <laughs> uh, a peek behind the curtain. This is similarly open ended, so please feel free to contribute. But there's okay. something special, but that I I have a hard time doing this. But there's something special about having a clean and organized room and oh, i am i am so bad at having an organized space but every single time i successfully clean my room it all i feel like all of the people who are just always clean and organized are just shouting like of course you dumb idiot like everyone knows that but like you just feel better when you have a clean room and like you can find things it's just funny because my my room is so rarely actually organized and cleaned that like once I finally have all my clothes folded and in dressers and things, I'll be like looking for something to wear. I'm like, where are all my clothes? And then it's like, oh, they're in the dresser. Uh duh. But <laughs> there's just something special about having a clean room that you can function in that is really nice. <laughs> do you do you keep a clean room, Zach? Of course, you dumb idiot. Everyone knows that. <laughs> That's
0: me. I'm the one who always has a clean and organized room. Telling <laughs> you that, of course, you dumb idiot. It feels great to have a clean and organized room. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i typically a very organized person. I, I, I spiral, though. So, if some, this is actually kind of related to a, a positive rant I was going to do on another episode, which is interesting. But... Um, like if I'll, let's say for example, I come just because it's recent. If I come home for a trip and I unpack and I just got a bunch of crap lying on the room of the floor of my bedroom. Um, typically I'll allow that mess to continue, com to continue piling up until the weekend arrives and I have time to clean it or whatever. So I spiral Mm. pretty bad, but if I can maintain uh, if there wasn't like some sort of major event out of my routine that's going to clutter my space, whether it be my email inbox or my desk at work or my bedroom, uh, I'm going to keep that shit really organized because, yeah, it feels really good. <laughs> I I actually – I think I have maybe – I don't know. It, it's not like a mental issue or anything like that, but I, I definitely – and much neater than the average person
1: like Mm -hmm. my personal space
0: needs to be picked up like you know it's i get really stressed out if it's not like if things are cluttered (laughs) and and stuff is where it shouldn't be and i got things on my floor that shouldn't be there and i come home from work it really stresses me out
1: you know it's funny it it really stresses me out too and then i stare at my tornado room i'm like man I wish something could be done done about this. (laughs) And then I don't do anything. Um, You know, it's kind of funny. I'm weird about it in the sense that if there's, if there's a shared space, I am very cognizant of making the shared space, whether that be with roommates or people at work, my, I have to keep those things very much in order. So like at my house right now, you will not find a single thing of mine out of place in any room in this house except for my bedroom. Um, and then right. even at work, like my desk has to be very neat and organized for me to effectively work. Even like my desktop at work, like I need every file in the right place and not just littering the desktop because I hate that. Yeah. But somehow, I I don't know why this is, but my room specifically, it it will spiral kind of like you're saying, but then. I know the solution to the spiral and I'm still like, man, this stresses me out. Wish something could be done about it. And then I, for a while, don't do anything about it. But every single time I do something about it, it feels so good. And it's just funny. It's like, why can yeah, my man. brain not make the connection that this good feeling can just be all the time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, everything for me, my, my desktop on the computer, my desk at work. My bedroom, my living room, my kitchen, my email inbox, my text message folder—like everything has a place for where it needs to be. And if it's not mm-hmm. in that place, I hate to look at it. So I typically <laughs> will fix that spiral pretty fast. But I'm, this is a great positive rant. I feel like I may even feel more positively about this than you. <laughs> you definitely. I, I'm do. at risk of. <laughs> I'm at risk of spiraling myself into a really long discussion. So I'm gonna try to hold back. But yeah, I love this. <laughs> I'm glad that you're kind of coming around. I'm glad that you recognize the meaning <laughs> of a clean room. It feels amazing. I love it. Not One of the greatest joys of my life is coming home to a house I just cleaned. Love it.
1: Mm-hmm. There's definitely something psychological about when my room is in order. It's like I look at the – I'm like this is my space. But when my room is like really out of order, it's like I come into my room. I'm like this is just – a collection of crap that is spewed across the room like yeah. <laughs> there's something about like our, our innate like psychological sense of order that like is satisfied by a clean room and when it's not clean it's just like it looks like someone robbed this or like I just took my possessions and dumped them on the floor <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I for one, one am much happier with an organized area good rant yeah. good positive rant
1: <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it <laughs>
0: Well, that's going to wrap everything up for uh, our super chill episode 17 kick sesh. But thanks for joining us. You can like us on SoundCloud, subscribe, and leave a rating and review on iTunes, which is probably the number one way to keep in touch with the show is just to subscribe on iTunes. You can also find us on Google Play and Spotify and on Twitter. That's at NotAllBadShow. And we'd love to hear from you on our email, notallbadshow at gmail.com, where you can send your random rant topics by emailing that email with the subject line random rant idea. Please hit us up. So we're kind of running low on topics, and we'd we'd love to hear from you. So reach out. Also, uh, once more, we're doing guests. If you want to be a guest on the show, just email us with your name and that you'd like to be a guest. You don't have to have a topic picked out already. If you do, that's great. But you don't have to have one. You also don't have to live near us. We can do it remotely, so don't worry about that. But please, having a guest would be super cool. So uh, first come, first serve, hit us up. Let us know, and we'll add you to the list. Um, If you've expressed interest before, I haven't put your name on the list. So uh, if you've expressed interest before, don't assume that that I'm going to remember that. Uh, And just email us uh, anyway just in case. And lastly, I'd like to make a call to arms that you, uh, you just tell your friends about the show. Like I said before in the last two episodes, uh, everyone who's Paul and I's friend, and we don't have many, <laughs> that's you. You're already listening. So um, reach out to somebody else and let them know. That'd be super great. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for me. Do you have anything you'd like to add, Paul?
1: Really, all I'd like to add is that, and this is not a joke, I have to urinate so badly and in for what it's worth in line with what we were talking about i'm probably not going to wash my hands so you can all think you about bastard. that this week when you listen to this <laughs> but do, we do need to wrap this up because i have to pee so bad
0: you always have to pee of the smallest bladder
1: but okay i, I know, really it's only do only been
0: an hour we only record for an hour
1: yeah and it's in the morning and i downed a bunch of coffee <laughs> right okay, before we enough. started this <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I'm Zach Andrews. (laughs) This is Paul Messman. And this has been Not All Bad. Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening.